There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Rate us review us find us wherever you get your podcasts subscribe to the channel on the youtube do it all we have a great show for you tonight we are going to discuss whether the saints trying to trade for sam Darnold means sean payton is still actively quarterback hunting we're going to talk saints draft in their prototype system and we're going to talk dave's sushi, sushi adventure that he had last night uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But first, Thomas, you hop in here. I want you to tell the people me? how angry you got with Who's me Thomas? over my Yeti microphone obsession. I tried again this week multiple times for you <laughs> to get it to work, and it failed so badly. You screamed at me and just said, give that shit up, you stupid cripple, <laughs> and work with the headset. Yeah, Did yeah, you that's not? True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 100%. I mean, it, 100% I can, true. I can attest that Ralph's obsession with this Yeti microphone is bordering on disturbing. I just he wanna, wants to I just make wanna... it work so bad, and it's it just it never works. My obsession with the Yeti microphone <laughs> is like Andrew's obsession with Kikaha back in the day. You just <laughs> want it to work so bad yeah. that uh, – I just I can't give it up. It's like just, my, it's just, like just my... admit it, Ralph. Yeti is your side chick. <laughs> we won't tell your wife. <laughs> no, we won't say, tell your wife. I was gonna say Yeti is my Moby Dick. It's like I I just keep chasing it. It's like my white whale. Like I can't give it up. I'm loving the Drake meme, altered with Ralph's <laughs> face on it. It's that's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Mouth Marlboro or Mouth Rawlbro is gonna be uh, tweeting that out all over it. Yeah. This is the this is the stuff Mouth Rawlbro needs to be coming up with. <laughs> he has like serious his, his that twitter feed confuses me because it's it's like 85 percent making fun of me but it's like 15 percent real pelicans takes which is weird um 
Maybe but he here's forgets the... to switch the accounts, you know. <laughs> so he's uh, real. That's, pro- that's probably what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's his burner becoming his real account. Yeah, that's exactly what it Billy, is. Billy Bando. Yeah, but here's here's the thing that I want to I want to start with, and and we talked about it on the uh, live locker room chat that we do every Wednesday at nine ish. And you should join us. Download the locker room app. Find it. It's amazing. We have a great time. You can you can interact with us. You can do all kinds of fun stuff. Um, but here's the thing that I want to talk about. The Saints, if you don't know, Mike Lombardi reported, hey, Carolina wasn't the only team that was interested in Sam Darnold. The Saints were kicking the tires trying to get that done. I don't, they weren't serious enough to get him to give up more than Carolina did, which was a second and a fourth round pick next year and like a sixth this year. But – Andrew, what does it say that they are kicking the tires for Sam Darnold's, Darnold? What does it say about their commitments to the quarterbacks they have? And more importantly, what does it say about what the possibilities are for the draft? Well, first of all, I don't know if you heard that, Dave, but uh, Ralph definitely tried to throw an S at the end of Darnold. I don't know if you heard that, but he was definitely <laughs> mentally like he couldn't say Darnold. Like it, you could tell that it was kind of like in there in his brain that that had to be plural. But uh, no, look, I think if you look at Jameis Winston's contract, it's clear that while we all think he's the guy, they're not going to stop taking swings until they figure it out. And so I don't know that they have the quarterback position. Look, nothing's in, in stone here. You've got Tamus on mm-hmm. each on one-year deals. So Taysom and, and Jameis Winston both, you know, beyond 2021, uh, their, their future their, their future in the NFL is very much in flux and as far as which team they would play for. So uh, I think the Saints are looking at Darnold as a guy that is on a minimum salary, still on his rookie deal. And if they could get him for much less than what, Carolina ended up paying for him, then they would take him and let him come in the cut. And and really it's not that different from the situation last year with the saints where they had breeze Winston and Hill. They had three guys Uh, right now. Their third guy is Simeon. So if they can get someone else, that's an upgrade over him. Why not get a cheap quarterback in the building? That's better than him. And so I, I think that was the idea there. And I think based on that, we have to be real with ourselves that, they very easily could draft a quarterback uh, at some point in this coming draft. Well, here's my question to you, Dave. Do you think they would be willing? Because I think all five of those quarterbacks are going to be gone in like the top 10 picks. But if yeah. the Saints well, just, just really so, like... So our audience knows you're talking about Mac Jones probably going three, right? Yeah. Trey Lance maybe going as high as four. Four, yeah. And then Fields, Justin Fields, maybe going like eight, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. But let's continue. But let's say Fields let's say Dave Fields falls. Do you think that if the Saints liked Justin Fields or Trey Lance, let's say it's Trey Lance that falls, that's possible too. If they or like Kyle either Trask. one of those a, a lot. <laughs> Not Kytrin Trask would be there at 28, but do, do you Trash. think if they like the quarterback enough that they would go from 28 to top 14 to get Josh Fields and give the 2022 It's Justin. And Justin. 
it's going to be Josh until he does something worthwhile as in a Saints uniform. If he doesn't do that, he's Josh Fields forever. Uh, you're lucky, Andrew. You're lucky. I don't call him Mrs. Fields because I like their cookies so much. Sally. Oh, okay. Sally. <laughs> Sally Fields. You like me. You really, really like me. Um, but do you think that they, Dave, they would possibly trade up to get Fields and burn? a lot of premium assets this draft and next draft because they love him so much. I mean, we kind of, we, we kicked around that idea last week on the podcast when it was. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Just you and me. I I had brought that possibility up um, as, you know, one option. You know, if the Saints... There's a guy that they really like. They, you know, they would very. Could I see that happening? Uh, yes, I could definitely see that happening. Do I think it's going to happen? No, not really. Um, uh, that's. I don't know. I, I just. I don't see them doing something that. I, I use the word reckless, but I mean it doesn't necessarily right. have to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be reckless. If it turned out to be a, a great move, then it wouldn't necessarily be reckless. But uh, I, I just, I don't think that's just that doesn't fit the Saints' style. Trading up obviously fits the Saints' style, but not in the first round. You know, trading up fifteen spots and giving up uh, tons and tons of of draft well, picks both now and in the future. But wait, I just want to go back. You know, I, I, you just you have to clarify the Saints <laughs> did not. Actively, they were not actively. You make it seem like for Sam Darnold, you make it seem like the Saints like would have gotten Sam Darnold if they hadn't been beaten out by the Panthers. I, I mean, Mike Lombardi just said they kicked the tires on it. I yeah. mean, that well, you got so you got to clarify saying, like, that. But I mean, but let's say it could have happened if Carolina was like, you know what, 
we're not going to yeah. give you higher than a fourth in the Saints. Yeah, we, like, we'll give we you don't, one of the comp thirds. Well, we don't know. We don't know what the Saints were offering. It could have been like, yeah, we'll give we'll give you a fifth for him. And right. obviously, they, they got yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah, they're they're at the point in free agency where they're just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Uh, but to answer your question earlier, to Andrew, you know, how serious does this mean, or how comfortable are they with the quarterbacks they have in the room? Uh, Mike Lombardi answered that. He said, Mike Lombardi said, in, in addition, in addition to the Sam Donald thing, he said that the Saints have been very active all offseason in the quarterback market, uh, yeah. which uh, they've been kicking the tires on a lot of quarterbacks. And look, that's great. That's what I want them to be doing. That's what they should be doing. Um, because I certainly don't necessarily trust Jameis or Taysom to be starting quarterback. I think you should always be looking at all your options. Well, just be glad Just be glad that uh, Jameis signed that contract because I have it on good authority that if he didn't, the next guy on the list was Jacoby Brissett. Oh, my God. My God. I just, I just, I just saw my life flash in front hey, of my I'm eyes. I'm just telling you what I heard. Jacoby Brissett... He is the black version of Billy Joe Holbert, and no one can tell me different. Like speaking a bit of mobile, speaking of like weird, him, but inaccurate yeah. as hell. Like I, I was no. gonna say, speaking of weird, you wanted to work white whale. Billy Joe Holbert was that for me. Like I, <laughs> I had an irrational like I, I disliked Billy Joe Tolliver uh, because Billy he's Joe. a ginger, and gingers don't have souls. Like your hatred of Billy Jesus. Joe Tolliver. That's totally rational. <laughs> totally rational. Gingers don't have souls. Wow. That's that's, that's a fact. Like like I don't want to hear I don't want to and if I if they have any gingers in our audience, we love you and we we appreciate <laughs> no, you that you're apparently, yeah, apparently not. not. <laughs> but if you but if you but we love you, but you don't have a soul. Like it's cool. Like I only have one working arm. Like it is what it is. Like you know. Um <laughs> Jesus. But here's the thing. Cancel culture come for people who are against gingers. Is that a thing? We're done. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're (laughs) we're ahead of the curve on that. And I mean, maybe we'll miss it. You know? Do they have a word for being anti-ginger? Not not yet. (laughs) Not yet. I think I think it's all going to start with this podcast. I think we just started the movement. Thanks, Ralph. Um, Dave. The thing is, though. With the Saints and and how they view the the Jacoby Brissett thing, Andrew, that just like that was like a knife in my stomach. Like, oh my, oh my God! <laughs> like the the fall from from Jameis to Jacoby Brissett is fucking deep. But we hope so. Thing, is it though? Yeah, we hope so. We'd like to think that. I mean, Jameis to me. The the fall between the difference between Jameis and Sam Darnold is fucking steep. Like we said on the locker room chat, Dave, the only reason people like Sam Darnold is because they think the Jets are a clown organization, and if you can just get him away from the Jets, he'll be good. Adam, Adam but he's Gates. actually never done on the anything on the field that shows that he can be good. It's just the Jets ruin everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, and there's there's probably some truth to that. Um, you know, I, I said this a while ago. I remember listening to um, uh, who the hell was it? Uh, Fisher, uh, the coach guy who used to coach. Somebody Jeff said Fisher. hatred of gingers. Yeah, gingivitis. Yeah, Jeff Fisher. 
uh, and he was talking about Greg Williams, and and like he he really he he blamed he thought Sam Darnold was not uh, uh, evolving and becoming as good of a quarterback as they thought because of Greg Williams, because he's got to go up against Greg Williams and practice every day. And Greg Williams just brings the heat constantly. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't allow a young quarterback to slowly ease into an offense his rookie year. He just bring, you know, he just throws the whole book defensive book at him right from the get go. And he's got to, he's got to be able to, you know, computate all this stuff right off the bat and he doesn't get a chance to ease into it. Uh, so, I mean, Jeff Fister seemed to think like Greg Williams might have just totally destroyed uh, oh, Sam yeah. Darnold's psyche and gotten in his head. Uh, I mean, the one thing about Sam Darnold is, I mean, he's he's so young still. I mean, he's already yeah. played I for, like the Greg Williams slander. I'm here for that. I mean, he's played, this is going to be, what, his third season? Uh, <laughs> but he's still only like 23. I think he's like yeah. only a year younger than Joe Burrow or something like that. Yeah, but when you're yeah. bad, you're bad. Age, age is kind of irrelevant. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. We are on the Locker Room app every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, talking Saints, talking NFL, talking draft. It's amazing. You can interact with us, goof to us. You can make fun of me, pronounce, mispronounce names. You can ask serious draft questions about Andrew. We're having a blast talking Saints live. All you have to do is go download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then join the NFL group. Follow me at Saints Happy Hour to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live every Wednesday at around 9 o'clock to talk Saints, to talk draft, and basically to make fun of me mispronouncing names. So do it. Download the Locker Room app today and then join us live every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. I should have got Andrew to look this up or try to do it myself, but I didn't because I'm lazy. Uh, my question is like, what quarterback in NFL history has been as bad as Sam Darnold for three years and actually turned it around and become good. Like, because he is fucking bad. Well, recent recent history, Tannehill, right? Tannehill was never as bad as Darnold, though. Like, Tannehill got the Miami to a playoffs. He had had issues because my my wife is a Dolphin fan, so I watched a lot of Tannehill. But he, he frustrated you, but he never was like, he... Like Sam Darnold, if he didn't play for the Jets and he played for like any other team, maybe you'd be like, that dude is hopeless. Put him on this trash heap. Yeah. Like it's just it's my just thing. A difficult my thing. thing is like, is is Sam Darnold a clear upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater? You know, it's like I mean, they didn't really give up much, right? They're not paying Darnold. They gave yeah. up a second and a fourth next year, which, you know, well, they're paying Darnold, they'll pay Darnold 20 million sixth. next year. 
Yeah, they'll, they I mean, next, but they could also trade them. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- right I, now I, they're, they gave up a sixth this year, a second, and a fourth next year. But I, the question I ask is, it sounds like they're unloading Teddy. Did they even upgrade at quarterback? I think they, I think they know what they have in Teddy Bridgewater. Right, uh, and I hate to say it, but I don't think that. I just don't think that Teddy has what it takes really to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a great as a backup, but I just, you know, not, I, not feeling I, it. I just, I just don't, you know, I, I know we all love him. I know he did great when he was here and, and, and I'm thankful for having him uh, and for his service and I miss his dancing, but <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, he's, he's, he's not a guy. He's not a quarterback. Who's going to, Take you deep into the playoffs or win you a Super Bowl. I mean, he's just not. Unless, you're ro- unless your roster, roster is loaded. Unless like, you but like I, the Broncos well, defense. Well, Teddy, like, but Teddy you know. Bridgewater, I think, has proved that he can be a top 20 NFL quarterback. I guess, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, he's that's but that's like his ceiling. That's like it. Yeah. You know, he, Teddy, he, you're his always ceiling is better. Like win, his ceiling is like win one playoff game. And so well, I, think yeah. with, right. I, think, right. I think with Darnold, uh, you have – I think what you have in Darnold is is the possibility. I think that's what you're banking on. You're if if you're comparing current Darnold now and current Teddy Bridgewater, I think you would go with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I think what they're banking on is, like you said at the beginning of this whole conversation, is we got to get him out of the Jets. They've ruined him. That we've got to we we've got to break him down. We've got to build him back up, uh, and we've got to make him into a real. NFL quarterback and not a clown show uh, quarterback. Well, he definitely has more arm talent than Bridgewater. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I well, hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you guys, but you're, we're all pretty much, you're joking about this Darnold thing, but that's exactly the situation we're in. We are hoping that Jameis Winston <laughs> is leaving Tampa Bay, coming I to agree. New Orleans, and that the Saints are going to be able to tear him down, build him back up again, fix him and make him a great quarterback. So, the only thing I would disagree with there, the only thing I would disagree with there is that Jameis Winston has made big time throws and big time plays. He's had a turnover problem, uh, so yeah. and he's lost games because he he's been a little reckless. Uh, but statistically, Winston has done it. He has been a he he has made big time throws. He has shown the ability to put his team on his back. Uh, Darnold has never done that. He, it, yeah. Darnold hasn't done a damn thing in the NFL. Now I agree. Yeah, I, you know, Adam Gase, the Jets, all that big time arm. But like, I, I would say that at this point, Jameis Winston has at least proven that being picked first overall yeah. based on his talent, like he has, he has showcased his talent. Darnold has not. <laughs> I like how he has likes, crab legs, loot. Donald's losing, uh, hates Adam Gase and Jameis. Does Jameis hate eating the W though? No, he I don't know if he does. Him. I think no, I think I wanted James to include. I know I wanted to include both. He leads, that's the one thing I loved about Jameis. Like he knows that people laugh about eating the W, but he leans into that shit. Like after the Saints uh, wreck the Bucks on Sunday night, like he was behind Drew, like eating the W, like he leans into it. If Jameis is good this year, like we're going to see Dave, lots of eating the W like Jameis, he's not giving it up. That's like one of his things. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, but that shit makes me cringe. Like when he does that, it's like, I am like physically uncomfortable. Like, it's just like weirdly 
corny. You know, like it, like it makes me cringe in the same way, like when your dad tells the corniest fucking joke you've ever heard in front of like your friends or something like that. It's just like, oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. I just, for me personally, it makes me uncomfortable. But we're seeing this graphic right now. I mean, with Jameis, the thirty interceptions that everyone talks about, that's that's the anomaly. That's yeah. the year in his career. Like, if you go back and look at what he's done in Tampa, you know, that's that's the year that's and I that to, hasn't been the constant. And I want to say Nick Underhill did a piece where he broke down like every Jameis interception, and it. He, I think he came to the conclusion that it should have been like it. It, it should have been like seven, like fifteen or seventeen, like a ton of them were like really, really bad luck, like tip balls and fucking. Yeah, just but that weird, happens all the time to Breeze too. Weird, weird shit, you know. I mean, that's uh, part of excuse yeah. it, but like sometimes you just get a year where you get like bad luck. It's kind of like like interceptions to me are kind of like a baseball stat where they call it uh, batting average of balls in play, where like. When you hit the ball and it's in play, like you might hit it at right at a dude really hard, and you might bloop four hits that are like really just sheer luck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be interesting. But that leads me to another question, Dave. As we talk, you know, because everything is so Jameis centric. He's, you know, he's got to make, he's got to be great. He's got to, he wants to get paid. The Saints season depends on it. So when you talk about the Saints player under the most pressure, like Jameis is his own category. But it got me to thinking, like, what's another Saints player going into 2021 that, like, this season is critical for them and their career with, with the Saints or in the NFL or whatever? Who would you say? Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport. <laughs> I mean, how could you say? How could you say anyone else? We gave up two first. Marcus, two firsts. We've been calling him that for God's sakes. Gave up two first round picks for the guy, and don't don't you dare come at me with well, it's only really one first round pick, you know? Because if you think about how you trade well, up, you already yeah. had a first. Don't don't give me that. We gave up two first round picks to acquire Marcus Davenport, but <laughs> I I just think look, we've seen the talent. He's gotten banged up. He's gotten injured, but we see we've already seen why the Saints gave up two first to get him. Because he's flashed. He looks incredible when he's on his game. But mm-hmm. Trey Hendrickson's gone. The, the the buffer, you know, the nice little, whatever you want to call it, the, the buffer that he has is gone. So, like, the Saints are all in on Marcus Davenport this year. They don't have any other pass rush options. I mean, unless they draft a guy in the first round, it's all up to him this year. And Dave, would you he, he, would you agree with that, or would you have a different name? Because I had a different name. Um, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, Davenport is definitely the top of the list for sure. Um, you know, obviously, you know, every every bubble player and practice squad guy, you know, obviously, all of them, you know, fit in as an answer to this question because obviously, it's always important to them. Uh, you know, if I wanted to make a joke, I'd say little Jordan Humphrey, and I'm and I'm half serious because you know he, he that him is and just like a, stupid. Him Wake and just up. like a lot of other people, uh, he's you know he's been here three years. And, you know, it's at some point you got to be able to take the next step. Um, but no, I was trying to look up um, 
his contract, you know, one name I would throw out there, but I, got, I would have to look at his contract. But if he was in a contract here, like, I don't like Will Lutz. Uh, Ooh, you know, that's not like, a contract year. Okay. He just got yeah, a, Will he, Lutz he, is not he in a contract year. Big extension, but, but but you know, like oh, last I, year, I, last year we, a good we one, saw. Dave. Yeah, I mean, last last year we saw some chinks in the armor. Uh, he was in his head a little bit, maybe. Um, we, he wasn't as reliable as uh, he has been uh, in the year prior. So uh, you know, this could be a make or break year if he continues down the path he was kind of heading uh, last season. Yeah. That could be an issue. But um, I mean, they, I mean, they cut. They cut Garrett Hartley for God's sakes, and that dude was extra fucking clutch when it mattered the absolute most. So, I think Will Lutz, if he has a bad September, it could happen. But my my guy that I picked as having as much pressure on him is is Lattimore because mm. Lat Lattimore. I was going to say him too. He could be. He could get if he has a great year. He can be the highest paid corner in the NFL history, right? Yeah. And I look, I know if he's just okay, he could get still get between seventy and eighty million dollars, and that's life altering money, and that's great. Or you know, he could get injured and maybe have to do another prove it year. But Andrew, if he plays, if if Lattimore plays lights out and has one of those years where he gets a little lucky and gets like seven interceptions or eight interceptions, like I believe a hundred percent he will be the highest paid corner in the NFL. Either the Saints will pay him or another team will fucking pay him next spring. Like that to me, like he has a ton riding on this year. And I just say yeah. him over Marcus Williams and Ramchek because I think those two guys are more likely to get extended before the season starts, more so than Lattimore. That's why I picked Lattimore as my guy that has a ton riding on 2021. I think it's a scientific fact that Lattimore has the most interceptions in NFL history when there's a flag on the play, and it gets oh wiped, my God, wiped off the field. I'm kidding about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, Lattimore's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a huge year for him because it's not just about whether he stays on the Saints or not. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, maybe they'll get a long-term deal done before the season starts. But I just feel like Lattimore is a guy where he could it could go a million different ways depending on how this year goes for him. If he stays on that one-year deal. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just a really interesting. Uh, it's just a really interesting situation because now that the Saints have sort of figured out their cap and, you know, they got under it because you have to. But, Dave, as we look at those three guys, Williams, Lattimore, Ramchek, if I said to you, 500 bucks, go to Vegas, pick one that gets extended before they go to training camp, who would you put your money on? Uh, I would probably put my money on Ramchek. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the tweet on the screen. Uh, I don't know why. I guess maybe because offensive line is just not a, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not a sexy position and this kind of shit just, I don't know. I, I would just say Ramchek. One one fact about offensive linemen: the top two, the top thirty-two ranked offensive linemen by PFF, 
29 of them are either first and first or second ring first or second round picks. So like you can't get a good offensive lineman late in the, after the middle rounds, like the Tehran Armstead's like, those are the exception now. Like it's just so freaking hard to get an offensive lineman. But Andrew, if I said the same thing to you, they're only going to extend one before training camp. Who would you bet on? I would bet on Ramchek as well. Um, you know, Williams is kind of a done deal. Like he signed the tender, so he's he's playing on that until they change it. Uh, now, I don't think they. I don't not think they. Urgent. It's not as urgent. I mean, I don't think they tag him unless they're serious about keeping him long term. So, you know, I, Williams would be the other one. The one that's most complicated to me out of the three is Lattimore. We we've talked about this many times. I don't know that you do it. I don't know that you pay him twenty million a year. I think uh, I'm, I'm scared of what life looks like without Lattimore. Uh, but you know, he, he's been inconsistent to me. That's the least obvious of the three. And, and look, Sean Payton, he's an offensive guy. Like he, he's always, I know the saints have been leaning defense the last couple of years because maybe breeze has been a little, little bit of a decline. Maybe the offense has been a little bit playing it safer, a little bit more predictable. Uh, but he's, he's calling the plays on offense and he's going to want to protect whoever the heir to Drew Brees is, whoever that next QB is, yeah. he's going to want to protect that guy. And I just think he's I, got one of the best tackles in the league. There's no way he's letting him leave the building. I think, I think it's Williams. And the only reason I say that is because of the three contracts that those guys are going to do, the cheapest one, even if he's the highest paid at his position, is Williams. So that makes me think it's, the easiest one, like Ramchek and Lattimore, those contracts are going to be fucking ridiculous. So, but Ramchek's a no-brainer, though, right? Like, I I get that it's going to be a expensive contract, but there's just yeah, it's a it's he, a no-brainer. He's he's, he's, he's earned the, every penny. He's yeah. he's the he's the best of all those players we're talking about. He's the best at his position uh, across the league. Is, he's a better yes. he's a better tackle than Lattimore is a better cornerback. Yeah, and, uh, and that Williams is a better. Well, I don't although, know. Although, if know, I had rate him, no. I would say no, Rampeck is the safest bet if you wanted to make him the highest paid player. Then it would be Williams. Then it would be Lattimore in in the least safest to extend. But it but it's going to be interesting. Like if you ask me out of that, there, here's the interesting thing though. If you ask me out of those three, which one is the most likely to get the contract and just immediately suck like go full <laughs> go full junior galette or whatever i would say Lattimore is the most likely but if you they were call to that ask the fairly him, they call that the nick fairly yeah who, who's most likely to go nick fairly and have a heart ailment i would go with Lattimore. but if you were to ask me which one of the three would be like most likely to get injured and to have a steep decline from that injury i would actually say Ramchek, uh and that's just because the whole body armor thing, the fact that he plays yeah. 16 games and he's kind of limping to the finish line every year. Ugh. I mean, he's awesome. Don't get me wrong, you know, but it just scares yeah. me that he's always wearing he that armor. He does. I mean, the he, torn peck, you know, the torn peck uh, oh. contraption on his arm. That always makes me nervous seeing that on him. And you he's know, always like limited in practice that week, you know, he plays. Give him credit. Like, you just wonder, how much, how long can you do that? You know, Andrew, as we sort of uh, pivot and go back to the 
back to the draft because I read the rundown wrong. Um, here's my question to you, Mr. Mr. Draft expert, eating the tape, all that sort of thing. DMing with Randy Mueller and other draft experts to get your board. You got, you got like a spreadsheet where you like merged all the top 10 draft boards on the internet. You like put them in a spreadsheet and you have like the consensus top 300 and shit. Uh, Consensus. Consensus top 427 actually, but who's counting? Jesus. (laughs) I used Uh, to do that back in my my blocking days. Should I be nervous that the Saints haven't added a veteran corner, at least a room temperature body, before the draft? And does that make them more likely to trade up to get a corner? Because corner number two is still looking pretty fucking shaky. Well, that's the biggest hole on the entire roster is corner number two, I would say. So... You know, what's interesting is the two guys they were looking at, Kerry from the Colts and Richard Sherman, um, they're both still looking for a team. So they have signed neither, but they haven't lost out on either of them yet. So I don't think it's time to panic. I, I'd be more worried if they were poking around at those guys and they signed elsewhere and they yeah. lost the opportunity. But, you know, at this point, you're so close to the draft. It's almost like, Let's see how that goes before – I think there's going to be another free agency resurgence. There's a lot of guys still available, and part of that's just due to the salary cap being down and guys not getting opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, the middle class really got squeezed out, but I think we may see another run as the draft happens where teams are like, shit, well, we didn't get the corner. We didn't get the guy we wanted at this position. And so yeah. those and those kind of guys get signed after the draft. By the way, uh, you should become a patron because you get access to our private Discord channel. And people in the Discord, I'm a little bit disappointed in you. I told you if you could start a draft rumor that would really hurt a player and cause them to drop to the Saints, if you could – create and spread a horrible draft rumor that would help the saints. I'd give you a free t-shirt. Nobody's been able to do it yet. So people in the discord get on that. But if you're a patron, you get access to the discord channel and the discord channel is amazing. That's awesome. Um, speaking of shout out to oh my jammer, idea. who's been uh, drinking lots of different delicious looking beers and posting them in the discord channel. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of dumb ideas, Dave, if I told you we need because, – because when, you, when you're in a team like the Saints and you pick 28, you need teams ahead of you to be stupid, right? Remember the Bears in 2017? They picked Trubisky and that helped Lattimore. Oh, that was fantastic. down the little table a little bit, right? So you need teams to be dumb. So if I said to you, Dave – who are two or three teams, not at the top of the draft board, because the teams at the top of the draft board, like Jacksonville and Cincinnati and even Denver to a certain extent, they do dumb shit all the time because that's why they've been picking top five for the last however many years. But if I said, Dave, give me two teams in the teens that might do something dumb that would help the Saints, what teams would you nominate to do dumb shit? Oh man, I got to look now. Who's in the teens? Are the uh, you know usually the Raiders are my go-to 
uh, answer for this one. Are they on the team? They, 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 pick, they pick 17. Yeah. There you go. All right. There's my answer. The Raiders. Now, Al Davis is dead. He's gone. So, you know, the odds drop uh, exponentially yeah. there. Well, but... Mike, Mike Mayock is the guy that's making the decisions now. He so. channels Al Davis in a way that is frightening. <laughs> Bad decisions. I'm just saying. Well, I feel like the answer should be the 49ers because they've already gone ahead and made the horrible mistake. Like, that's already <laughs> happened. And we don't even know who they're going to pick, but we already know that, three. you know, Mac if Jones they, is not worth three first-round picks. If they gave up three first-round picks to go get Bama Chad, uh, to go get Bama Chad, Chad Henney, that is horrifically bad decision. I mean... Maybe yeah. Shanahan can make him good, and he becomes Matt Ryan 2.0. And that, like, even if you, even if I told you he was Matt Ryan good, would you still give up three first round picks for him? I mean, probably, but oof. I feel like not even the Bengals can botch this draft because they pick fifth, and I think. Well, three three quarterbacks are going to go one, two, three. I, I feel like that's that's a given. Yeah. But then at four, the Falcons could take a quarterback. They could trade down. Yeah. And if they trade down, someone's going to trade up and take a quarterback. They're going to take Trey Lance at four, I think, if they trade down. If they stick at four, they may take a quarterback. And if they do, Cincinnati has got their pick between the best tackle, Sewell out of Oregon, or Jamar Chase. Like, or the best and, tight end. Yeah, or, or Kyle might, Pitts. So like, might they, be the they, best player in the whole goddamn whatever, draft. Like, whatever of those three guys they pick, like they're going to be protecting Joe Burrow. They'll either reunite him with his favorite receiver, they'll give him a left tackle that'll be there for 10 years and be awesome, or they'll give him, like you said, Kyle Pitts may, may actually be the best player in the draft. So I just feel like not even the Bengals can botch this based on where they're slotted, but we'll see. Yeah, I feel I mean, like the Patriots at fifteen, they haven't re- resolved their quarterback situation yet, and I could see them trading up for the fifth quarterback. What are you talking about? They re-signed Cam Newton. That's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if it to me, uh, Fields is so interesting because I, I wonder if. This like narrative that people have created that like maybe he's lazy, maybe he's going to drop. Like I wonder if that's just totally a hundred percent, Dave. Like ESPN created because we have the ESPN has to create drama for the draft, and if they don't have drama, it's not as interesting. I wonder if this is all just bullshit, and like it's going to be like Josh Fields at either pick three or he's going to get picked at like. Eight, it's Justin. Like or nine. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. I just can't hear Josh Fields and not stop you. But continue. Yeah. It's. it's I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry to Fields and his whole entire family. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily know if it's ESPN. I don't know if it's necessarily ESPN created. I mean, if anything. Uh, you know, it could be created by, uh, you know, another team that wants to draft him. They, you know, put, you know, they put these leaks out there, you know, try to get other teams off the scent. So, you know, it certainly could be bullshit. 
Um, but I, I wouldn't blame ESPN if, if that were the case. I would probably blame another team or something like that. Yeah. I feel like Washington football team is another one that could make a colossal mistake. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know what? I changed my, I changed my answer to them. Yeah, like they, they're picking 19, and from what I'm hearing, they're trying to move up to take a quarterback. The Patriots might be wanting to move up to take a quarterback. So, like, I feel yeah. like they're both going to be jostling for fields potentially. Although, man, can, PTSD for Washington. I was going to say, can Washington really take another Ohio State quarterback? Are they going to do that to themselves again? Ooh. I mean, there's no way, right? I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the guy that's got like four teams that want him. And that's why I think he's going to go four. And I, it makes me sick to my stomach. But I think Atlanta's going to get a king ransom at four. Because oh, I, I, I think Mac Jones, I'm telling you, like, I think Mac Jones is, everyone thinks that's who the 49ers want. And so if that's true, if Mac Jones goes three, I think Atlanta is going to get awesome compensation for that pick and someone will move it'll be washington or it'll be the patriots uh maybe carolina is still in the mix for qb but well here's the thing though if if carolina i mean i don't know i don't think atlanta atlanta wouldn't trade with carolina though you don't i don't think atlanta will get two first round picks to move off of four do you like i think they might get a maybe for they might get like like i think what would be insanity is if like Denver moved from like nine to four and gave them like a first and a second round pick. That would be like a huge amount. But yeah. like I don't see, I don't see New England giving them like two firsts. Like Bill Bill Belichick, man, he loves his draft picks so much, and like his whole theory is he's his whole theory of drafting, even though it hasn't worked the last five to seven years. Like his whole th- theory is the Kevin Held trade down theory right like yeah just wire as many picks as you can and that gives you as many throws of the dart at the dartboard as you as you can as you can acquire and for the patriots to go up go up from like 15 to four that's going to cost you like a first and a second and, and bill bill belichick he loves his draft picks more than he loves uh milfs um <laughs> so i don't i don't think this is going to happen but is there a small percentage for either of you, like, you know, just somewhere small in your body, like a 3% like your level. Penis? Yeah, like a 3% level of discomfort that the Saints are going to trade into the top 10 and get one of these quarterbacks. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I feel, I, I have mean, this yes, I could, nervous I could. feeling. I don't think it's going to happen, but like, I just picture it now, like, you know, like the ESPN jingle, and it's like, and the Saints have yeah. traded up to number nine, and I'm like, oh my god! And, and immediately, know. what enters my mind when that happens is, what? God, I what hate to hear that. Now? I hate what to we give hear up? that. How many draft yeah. picks did this cost us? I mean, I, I, I don't I think, think that's a Saints MO. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would, do that. <laughs> would trade up and give away the house. No, I think they 100% no. would. I think Tomas, check the timestamp on this. <laughs> no. This this isn't 1999 anymore. What? No, I disagree, Dave, because I think in let's say hypothetically, Sean Payton has decided he loves Fields from Ohio State. I think the specter Ugh. of Pat Mahomes, them not drafting Pat Mahomes, even though they don't regret it, 
because it's been they had an amazing four years. They got fucked out of a Super Bowl by Bill Vinovich, and I don't think they regret drafting Lattimore for a second. But I could see Sean Payton being like, I was 100% right on Mahomes. I'm 100% right on Fields. We cannot miss out on the quarterback now because we don't have Drew in the building anymore. We have to get him. He's fallen to us by an act of God. Mickey, go and get him. I 100% believe if Josh Fields gets past Carolina, <laughs> it is in play. No, I, I, I 100% believe. I could, I could see Josh that happening. Fields. I could see Josh Fields. Yeah, I could see that happening if he falls to like 15 or something. But no way in the top 10. I, I don't see that happening. Your outdoor experiences could be better. Clearly better. Canon's sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon's sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code CanonCast15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T 15. Canon. Clearly better. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, Every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. What's with the Bel- Belichick loves MILFs? I don't get that. What's, what is that from? Dude. I mean, just, 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 just Google look it. at him. Really? Yeah, just, just Google him. All right, I'm gonna just Google, Google it now. Um. So, guys, before I'm we go- get to Googling the Bill question, Belichick milfs. Yeah. We get I can't. The, I can't wait get, to play this again after the draft when the Saints draft Justin, aka Josh Fields, <laughs> aka Missing. Dude, but think of the slander if he's bad. Top he result, automatically Bill becomes Missing girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, here's something on Twitter: Milf hunting sociopath Bill Belichick. <laughs> what the hell? What? What's been going on that I miss? Man, you're That's out of the loop because you're not on Twitter on. 14 hours a day, and you miss out. I know. Yeah, seriously, you're, you're not living the right life, Dave. Yeah. So, Tom, before Thomas fires up the uh, the take it to the top music, and I give you finger guns, I want to remind everybody. Become a patron. We got 293 people that are supporting this podcast, allowing us to do amazing things. We It allows us to pay Thomas in the finest cheeses and, and cured meats. It allows us to do the podcast every day. Become a patron. You get a booze bundle with swag items and 
uh, a player card. And the thing is, we ship that son of a bitch all over the world. So become a patron, support the show. We need you. We have the most fun, cool live stream of any Saints podcast, and that's because people support the show. We need you to support the show. Seven bucks a month is the is the, the entry. Just do it already. It's the best seven dollars you'll Ralph, spend. What's, and what's the Malta what's update? That? What's the Malta Malta rank? Malta update. Give me the Rock latest solid. Malta numbers. Rock solid number one. And here's the thing. <laughs> I believe. Well, Let's that. go. That's, that's, that's nice. because Miguel. That's because Miguel made made all of his friends and family listen to the episode that he was on. I I, I believe that. Well done, Miguel. Pat- I believe that a patron or a fan of the show messed with the download algorithm because we had a ridiculous number of downloads on Wednesday and Thursday. We actually set a record. With over 3,700 downloads on Wednesday and Thursday. And the thing is, the number of the downloads for both days was exactly the same. What is the odds of that? So maybe a patron is like... Cooking the books. Play the cooking X-Files the books. Movie. We appreciate it. Although my guy at Art 19, you know, he says they weed out people trying to cook the books. And you never They know how to will. Uh, make sure that it's a legitimate download. So maybe we just had these exact same downloads that was a record on Wednesday and Thursday, and it just happened to be the exact same number of downloads each day. Maybe it was just a dink. So um, another so another week at, at the top of the chart in Malta, though, it's official. Another week. Top of the charts. Beautiful. Although we didn't crack the top 15 in overall podcasts in Malta. We were just number one for football. All right, so. well, top top fifteen Maltese podcasts yeah. is next. So there you go. So Thomas, uh, fire up the music. Let's uh, let's get to the uh, the questions. And oh, by the way, people, get your questions in early, like. Friday, Saturday, like we're going to have to have a cutoff time for questions because people are sending in questions to Thomas like 5, 10, 15 minutes before the show starts. Thomas can't be doing your questions questions right now on Discord. Yeah, Yeah. if you're new, if you're new to the show, the music in the background, if if you're thinking, God, that music's really strange, that it is from the late 80s and it is Morton Anderson's single. And Brian Hanson. And Brian Hanson, the punter. True story. Morton yeah. Anderson and Brian Hansen take it to the top. Go to that. They are in the whitest short shorts you have ever seen in your entire life. Take it, it to the top. top. I mean, it's, it it's is like amazing. Peak, 80s were wild yeah. and crazy. Yeah, so, it's peak 80s. Um, let's, uh, let's go, uh, Thomas. What next? Next, first question from uh, Budwich. If Justin, I mean uh, Josh Fields, <laughs> falls in the draft and the Saints take him, regardless if they trade up or he's there at 28, do you believe Fields can beat out all the current QBs and be the starter in 2021? No chance. Uh... I, I, I think I have that's my hard to do. 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, especially with Peyton, I think, uh, I think it would be very hard to come in as a rookie and learn Peyton's offense and and be a successful starter. Yeah. I think you've, I think you've got to, if you draft a QB, I, I think you got to keep him on the on the bench for a year. Yeah, and I, I don't think the Saints will get any of the top five guys, even though we talked about that. But I do think, you know, Newman, uh, uh, Kellen Mond, Kyle Trask. Um, there, there's several quarterbacks. Ian Book apparently is a guy that Sean Payton likes maybe in the seventh round. So I think there's a lot of guys uh, in the draft that the Saints could look at, and I think the idea would be to have them in the building so that they can learn for a year while they try to figure out if they have anything in Jameis Winston. It would be so Saints if they draft uh, Justin Fields and then Jameis, of course, beats him out, and it's just fucking amazing this year. And then the Saints are like, oh, my God, Jameis is amazing. But we just drafted this dude and gave up two number ones to get him. What do we do? Like, that would be so Saintsy. That would be quite uh, Saintsy, yeah. So, Thomas. What next? Second question from uh, Down with Disease. Juge has gone on the record stating he doesn't like Zayvon Collins at 28. I'm curious uh, what Juge thought about Demario Davis when he signed with the Saints. Andrew, before you before you answer that question specifically, tell the people like what Jeff Ireland built in the like the prototype system and like how the Saints do their drafting now that ever since Jeff Ireland put that in place and why that's part of the reason you don't like Collins. Like explain that. Give him the elevator pitch. And well, like, it's really it's really uh, Nick Underhill is really the one that's kind of divulged that information and has sourced it and all that. Um, so if you if you're a subscriber to Nick's stuff, then you can go read his articles and it alludes to this. But yeah, basically the Saints have minimum requirements on all positions, uh, height, weight, uh, speed, 40 time, hand size, arm length. You know, there's all these things where it's like they basically have this database where there's a minimum requirement that you have to be, you have to hit all these levels at, at each of those things. And with Zayvon Collins in particular, I mean, he's obviously very big. Uh, his tape looks great. Uh but he runs a four six seven forty, and so uh, that makes him a non-negotiable as far as the prototypes are concerned. Now they do make exceptions from time to time. Yeah, but uh, but Andrew, but, sh- but shit, man, when you talk about a slow linebacker, uh, to me that that feels like a but, non-negotiable. But Andrew, I want to give you credit for this. This is Nick's article is great, but me and you were talking about this texting today, and you went and researched it because I was like, well, how often have they made exceptions and what does that tell us about what they care about and what they don't? You went and looked it up. Dude, the list of exceptions that the Saints have made to the measurables is Michael Thomas. He didn't meet the speed requirement. That's the fucking list. Since since 2016, yeah. That's the list. So, like, if they don't meet the requirement, like, it's like a 99% chance that if they don't meet all their measurement requirements, Saints ain't picking them. Like, and you can yeah. you can hate it, you can say whatever, but like the facts are, like if the dude doesn't make the if he didn't hit the measurements, like he's out. Like you can and, toss and him. And the, the one track. exception is the NFL Offensive Player of the Year. So, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I will say if they do draft Zayvon Collins, despite his lack of speed, then obviously they think For very sure. highly of him and, and make the exception. But uh, to answer their question real quick, I don't think any of us knew that Demario Davis uh, was going to be this good. Uh, I think he caught us all by surprise when he came to the Saints. And so I, I can't take credit for saying when he came to the Saints that he was going to be anything like what we saw. And yet I remember when Demario Davis was in the draft, he was a combine superstar. I mean, you, you look at Teron Armstead, everybody talking about how fast he was and how freakish he was. This guy from Arkansas, Pine Bluff, well, Demario Davis, speed. I mean, his rep. I remember he had like 31 reps on the bench press or something ridiculous. And it, I mean, he he tested off the charts. You compare Demario Davis's combine to every other linebacker the Saints have had the last 15 years. It is staggering how much he how how much better he was at all the metrics. So um, I don't compare Davis and Zayvon Collins in the sense that if you were if they were both rookies this year and you looked at them side by side, uh, Demario Davis's numbers would totally dominate Collins's. Yeah, much right. better prospect. What next? Next, we finally got to some serious questions, guys. Uh, next one is from no, Bob. The last question wasn't serious. No, no, check this out. Next one is from Balki. Despite being retired, we know that Breeze is still licking his fingers 147 times a day. I wonder if it's the snooker reference. What activities do you all think are the most finger-licking good in Breeze's retirement? <laughs> Definitely not eating Jimmy John's. I think whatever... AFC is finger-licking good. That Breeze... Didn't want like he he craved, but he like knew I cannot put it in the temple of my body. Like I would think like something fried and greasy, like maybe canes or Popeyes, like something terribly greasy pizza. Like he's just killing that because not that he's going to gain like fifty pounds, but like now Breeze knows like if I want to sit and like wreck a large meat lovers pizza from pizza hut i can do that because i don't have to play quarterback anymore like hey, i can hey, put Ralph. trash in my body and still maintain the same weight and it doesn't matter so i'm gonna i'm gonna say pizza actually I'm, I'm gonna ask dave this question since he's the foodie dave if you could have lunch with drew Brees, but your options were either jimmy john's or walk-ons would you decline to have a meal with your breeze? No, I would go to walk-ons. <laughs> you go. Well, walk-ons, you could have a, at least you could get a beer there. Yeah, yeah. walk-ons is walk-ons isn't uh <clears throat> it's not terrible. I've eaten there a few times because uh my other store in Baton Rouge is located in the same shopping center as the original walk-ons. It's not good. <clears throat> it's not I mean, you know, it's not Commander's hey, Palace or anything like that, but Speaking of food, Dave, you had like sushi experience of a lifetime. I saw your pictures on the Twitters. Uh, yeah, we had. What the hell friends. were you doing? <laughs> we uh, we had some some friends who had a just a little get together for you know a few of us, you know, a bunch of parents, and uh, mm-hmm. so they got a. I mean, we paid for this. We all chipped in, uh, but we got a guy from Rock and Saki to come and like you know be our chef and he did a whole 
sushi thing. He wrapped the, you know, their countertop in the kitchen, like on their island with, it's not saran wrap, it's something else, but it's like saran wrap. And then he puts, oh, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, and he's got a blowtorch. Uh, it was uh, delicious. I didn't even wow. show half the. I didn't even show half the stuff that he he made. But um, I mean, it was yes, it was absolutely delectable. It was fun, and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to be at a restaurant. You can just hang out with your friends, and there was a lot of drinking involved. Yeah, Dave is such a man you of the people. You're such a man of the people. We consumed yeah. apparently based on. We consumed uh, 31 bottles. It was 10 couples. We consumed 31 bottles of wine and uh, six bottles of margarita. Yeah, I don't know. Hope you Uber I was home. Uh, Look at yeah, Dave. Well, Look at Dave. So bougie. This, I don't even remember. What is what is he doing there? Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If Dave was yeah. any more bougie, he'd be a member of, of Augusta National. Jesus, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm shocked that Dave's not taking pictures uh, at the Masters right now. After that, I'm not even. I'm not even a member of Metairie Country Club. So, <laughs> here, Thomas. What next? Uh, next, first question from Twitter uh, from Matthew Miller. Let's go. Since Adam Sandler appears to be a fan of the pod, or at least Andrew Juju's joke, if Adam made a movie centered around Saints Happy Hour, which Happy Madison actor would play each of you, and what would the movie plot would be? <laughs> well, oh, wow. Ralph, Ralph is the guy from Billy Madison that like crosses the names off the list, you know, and then puts lipstick on his face. You know the really strange, creepy guy. That's oh, Ralph. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's in all of his movies. No, I was thinking that would be Kevin. <laughs> like, yeah, it could be Kevin. Oh wait, oh wait, wait. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph is Chubbs because he's only got one shirt <laughs> off. Oh yeah, there you go. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> hey, Tomas, That's the one. That's check the, the timestamp on this. It's all in the hits. That's it. That's Ralph. the one. It's all in that's the, the ones. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. Damn alligator, bit your hand off. <laughs> I think I think Andrew is the question guy, whoever. It he's uh he's Eric Gordon from Billy Madison where when Billy Madison gives the answer to his like test that he's taking, he's May like God have mercy all on all dumber. your souls. Yeah, like yeah. Andrew jumps in and corrects us when me and Dave are just like running off at the mouth uh, about draft stuff that we have no idea what we're talking about. Andrew just interrupts and just like smacks us down on the head. I think I think that's that's. I worked you no points, and may <laughs> yeah. God have mercy on your soul. I wish exactly Kevin right. was here. This would be a good question for Kevin. Oh, this this um, is right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, but, but, but okay, but what would the plot be? We have to have like a plot. Hmm. It's got to involve Malta. We're going to Malta. Oh, we're going reason. to Malta. I think it's reason. like a bank Hopefully. heist in Malta that goes wrong, wrong, wrong. Why are we robbing a bank? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell I don't is know. that? Or, I don't know. Like a, like a oh, I got like it. A... Okay, okay. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin is getting married. Kevin, Kevin is engaged to the to doctor. Who he, just, who he just said, I love you, too. And party right. is in Olive Garden. 
Can we get that tweet up there, Thomas, about uh, the I love you? Oh, did he tweet <laughs> the, the, oh, the relationship status is, update? Heaven is so fucking emo right now. It is <laughs> it is gross. It is it's amazing. <laughs> He's tweeting about this. He's tweeting yes. important milestones in his relationship. It is. There it is. I, uh... He's even got <laughs> the uh, bug spot. <laughs> oh, this, I'm cringing. Oh. oh, my God. She told me she's been waiting to hear that, and she said, I love you back. Congratulations, oh my God. Kevin. This is the year you, of Kevin, man. Uh, the Saints are going to trade Kevin. down. Kevin, we he's love you, too. found the love of his life. This is the year of Kevin. I, I feel good for our boy. I feel good for him. I actually got to see Kevin this week. We uh, you did. He hung out. Does he glow? Is he gl- is he glowing, Dave? He's he's in his yeah. He's in his fields for <laughs> sure. He's you played golf, Ralph, uh, Dave. Like top golf. Uh, right? to- uh, loft eighteen indoor simulator golf. Yeah, it's half it's half bar restaurant half golf. So Thomas, let, let, let me show. Next? Oh wait a second! Wait a second! Let me show. It's so I never felt no. So so Kevin's getting married to the doctor. He's having his <laughs> wedding in Malta. Uh, we have to go to Malta, and then hilarity ensues. That's that's yeah, that's I like the, that. Mm. Like we lose the wedding rings or something because yeah. Like, well, yeah, I, I, I feel like you guys are describing the Hangover, not a Happy Madison. Uh, no, I think I think you like yeah. you 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 merge it with like the Hangover and like uncut gems, like like. Like Kevin, like gave me the wedding rings to keep, and I like gambled them on a Saints game that I thought was a sure thing. Oh yes, this is it. Did good. I like this. Good. I like. So now we've got to like get them back. And oh yeah, I I like that plot. I think it worked. We we need to hit up Miguel and get some uh, Maltese movie producers when we go down there. Yeah, we do. Make this happen. Straight to Netflix, baby. I also think we need to discuss NFTs. I think we're going to need to start Saints Happy Hour NFTs. Like, we should oh let people God. buy, pay hundreds of dollars for, like, they can own, you know, Kevin's intruder story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or they can, they can own, they can own a, spe- a very special episode of Saints Happy Hour where I sound like I'm talking from the bottom of a pool. Right. Or they can own the soon-to-be classic... Uh, Ralph Chubb's comparison that just happened. Yeah, or the very first episode Thomas produced. Oh yeah, I think I think we can make twenty, possibly thirty dollars off of, off of this idea, Dave. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Thomas. Do we have any questions left? Oh yeah, last one. My my favorite one, but I am not gonna what be next? able to to read it because my English is not good enough, Ralph. You're gonna have to help me. Okay? Can you help Uh-oh. me with All the right. last question? Give it a. You're asking Ralph for help. Okay, this is from Alexander Berkeley, whatever it's pronounced. Let's go, Ralph. This is for you. Is Andres Tadusa Bonaventra (laughs) Kosanisha the inventor of the Polish sausage, B, a a a hero of the American Revolutionary War, or C, the only NFL player from Poland? Nice Nice. question. I I like it. I feel like if he was um, an NFL um, player, we'd have heard about it. Dave would know it, and he would have had me try to pronounce this name before, and I would remember it. Right. So I'm going to say C is out. Um, I'm going to say 
Huh. Do you B, know any player from, po po from Poland, Ralph? Ralph, do you know do any NFL player from, from Poland? He is? No, do you know any NFL player from Poland? Do you know Poland? any NFL player? I don't think so. Have you I'm already sure researched this been. name? Thomas? I can't. Do you know the answer? I, I know who he is. I don't, I don't have to research him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, <laughs> but I, you, you go... can Google him. You can Google him. I mean, it's got to be the inventor of the Polish sausage. It's got to be. Of right? course. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's B. It's B. It's B? Ah! <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> once again, you don't know shit about American history. I mean, because I was a history major in, in college. Rant. No surprise there. And yeah, does Andrew know any NFL player who was from Poland? Uh, was there one? Oh, of course. Uh, it's not. It's not Margus Hunt, is it? <laughs> no, uh, it's little, little Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> yeah. No, he was Andrew, pretty. Andrew he was pretty well known knows, in the league. He, Andrew he still knows is, I think. the forty times of the top forty linebackers in the twenty twenty one draft. But he has no idea who Chester. Oh, is. I know, I know who it is. I know oh, who it is. Uh, yeah, you uh, you looked at the, the YouTube chat. <laughs> no, no, uh, it, it's the kicker. Uh, uh, what's his name? The dude that got arrested. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Janikowski. Yeah, Jan yeah, just yeah. Sebastian Janik. Seabass. 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 Yeah, that's, that's right, the answer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes, correct. Yes. Correct. And it is pronounced Andrzej Tadeusz Bonaventura Kościuszko, by the way. Oh my Wow. <laughs> you can try that again, and... Ralph, if you want. So is Janikowski the only NFL player from Poland ever? No, no, but uh, there, there was a defensive lineman, I believe, and with the Vikings, but he got caught uh, in the practice, you know. But <laughs> so, is Janikowski yeah, from it. Poland or he's just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he he's Polish. Oh. He's Polish. He's he's not like Gronkowski. 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 He's like, Janikowski is like Morton Anderson. Like he came over to America and like yeah, just yeah. like picked up kicking a football and they were like, dude, you're awesome at this. But he was a soccer college. player, yeah. In Poland. Yes. Like most kickers so. I believe. <laughs> I believe. So I think that about that about you know, wraps you know, it up. You know, you know real quick, just about too. about that movie. Uh, I think Ralph has to be the efficient for the wedding, and then mispronounce Kevin's fiance's name. Oh yeah, and her name would <laughs> I mean, be that, her name would be something simple sure. like Morgan or yeah. Fields. Yeah, <laughs> I would just butcher it. And you call her Josh Fields? Yeah. Yeah, to, 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 like that would be like a running gag throughout the movie, to, 100%. So, Thomas, do we have any more questions? Or no, that's all the last one. I told you, I told you. That's it. That's it. So, Thomas, get the music ready, fire it up. Uh, Did you need to do the shoe thing, or are we good this week? No, no, the shoe thing was only the only thing in March. But, but okay. that reminds me, support the sponsors of the show, and if you are listening to the free version of this show and you hate the ads, become a patron and you can get the podcast ad free. If you don't like the two breaks of ads where we have two separate times where you get two ads a piece, if you, that drives you nuts and you hate it so much, just 
fucking pay $7 a month and you get your own custom RSS feed with the podcast with no ads ever. And you get the podcast every single day. It's the best $7 you'll spend all year. So uh, I hope the music's playing. I can't hear it. Uh, it's but <laughs> it's not. It's not playing. No, Tom, it is no. Thomas is. This is what happens when you've got a Polish producer. This is Thomas is scrambling. Oh, so that's how it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, Dave. Yeah. Uh, You're on my list. Now, um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now put your Thomas lipstick is, on. Thomas is scrambling. But seriously, people, that's the thing. People hate the ads. They really, really do. Uh, so just become a patron and you don't have to worry about it. So for Kevin, who is MIA because of technical difficulties and writing love sonnets to his new uh, significant other. Uh, for Dave, for Future Andrew, for, for Thomas, running everything seamlessly back in Poland. He does an amazing job. Seriously, we have the best. We, we now have the best, most fun live stream of any saints podcast in the fucking world and people can quote me on it come at me bro i don't care it's a fact because thomas is doing an amazing job in poland so for everybody thanks for joining us until next week the bar is closed who that One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.